the Bitcoin miners and Bitcoin community in general is in a bit of a pickle uh, with relation to how much energy they consume. And a lot of them, not everyone, but a lot of them are aligning with the ESG environmental green movement by advocating that they're in favor of renewable sources of energy. Um, to the extent that they don't say that they're for energy freedom, they say that their goal is to go green. And they don't say that they're against any kind of government um, subsidy uh, for any for green energy. Um, so they don't, what I'm trying to say is that they're not pro um, energy freedom, letting the free market decide what's the best source of energy. They're pro um, a narrative, they're pro a goal, which is to go more green. And they're, they, the evidence points to that they're okay with uh, government incentives and all kinds of other incentives, PR, PR incentives, ESG mandates uh, in order to achieve that goal. So that's the one kind of um, Hippocratic thing about them is that they, that, well, not all of them, but a lot of them seem to be more pro free market. Uh, but yet they're not really pro-free market when it comes to energy. Now, you know, there's, there's, there's many reasons why they're going green. And one of them is money. One of them is PR. But they're still playing a short-term game because they, they tend to all agree that inflation is going to be higher. And that includes, you know, energy inflation. But they don't really talk about that. Um, they don't really talk about rising prices and I haven't really heard anyone talk about the recent spike in prices in Europe and the energy crisis that's going on over there when it comes to natural gas and just lack of, of, uh, of energy. So they're having shortages. They're predicting a brutal winter um, over there. Um, China is also having shortages. I guess the whole world is experiencing it. I'm not sure exactly why. Um, but if you believe that we're going to have high inflation, in general, prices will rise. And then if you look and study what the green movement has done to prices of electricity uh, for people um, for retail that live under, under regimes where renewables are mandated and certain fossil fuels are uh, taxed heavily. Um, there's, there's ESG mandates. Um, prices tend to rise and that's due to a number of different things, including the fact that renewables often have to be, um, subsidized because they, they're not on all the time because the sun doesn't always shine and the wind doesn't always blow. So it just makes the grid more um, susceptible to going offline and need, needing to have backups to come in when uh, the renewables can't produce, which actually adds to costs. 
and it, it creates very volatile pricing because you can't really plan. We don't know when the wind was just going to go out. Um, and the green movement doesn't really like natural gas, even though nat gas seems to be going hand in hand with renewable expansion. These renewables seem to need natural gas. And again, I'm not sure why, but natural gas is moved through pipes and the green energy movement doesn't really like pipelines. So I don't want to go into too much detail here, but I want to state broadly that I think the Bitcoin um, mining community is playing a short-term game and they may not realize it because even if they go green for PR, which I think a lot of them think they have to do, because if they want to get more money into the industry, they have to they have to um, cater to the ESG crowd from Wall Street, who's mandating that certain percentage of production is coming from green energy sources, which is completely arbitrary, really, because um, you can just offset it with credits, apparently. But anyways, um, they also are doing this, to, so they're doing it to please Wall Street. They're also doing it to capitalize on these, quote, deregulated grids um, in certain areas like Texas uh, that have, um, that don't plan for long-term um, electricity service at a stable price. They plan for just anyone can come in. It doesn't matter the energy source. Um, although, you know, I've, I've read that there's, there's heavy subsidies for wind and solar for the renewable sources, maybe not from ERCOT, but from the state and just other tax incentives to go green. But the grid says, we're going to just allow whoever to come in and we're not going to plan for capacity. We're not going to plan for demand. And what it does, it just creates a very volatile pricing system where you don't know what the price is going to be. And you have no idea if there are going to be people for producing that electricity that you need long term. So, and they're, they're, not a, they're not of the mindset that, hey, we all like electricity and we should dictate how much we need. Right, so I want the producer to give me electricity when I want it. As, but they're not taking that mindset. They're taking the mindset of the default of we want to go green, but that means that we have to basically obey the sun god and the wind god. Meaning, when the sun and the wind aren't cooperating, then you have to turn off your power. So your life is now going to revolve around the environment that we can't control. And that's deadly because we need electricity to survive. And it's also just, it's not human centric. And it also means that we've given up our control over when we use and want power to companies that produce them to demand and response, these so-called entities that will turn off their electricity whenever prices spike and there's not enough. So meaning they won't use it so they can sell it back to you at a higher price than they paid for it. Um, so we're giving more power to entities like this. And it's not just Bitcoin miners. There's other people that are involved in demand response, but there's traders involved. Um, if you've heard of Enron, that's, you know, they weren't the only ones doing it, but they were abusing uh, the system the way it was set up in California 
where they were deliberately turning off power, causing shortages, shorting the market, pumping the market, perhaps. I don't know. Um, there's all kinds of shenanigans that happen when you have this quote unquote open system, open grid system, where people are just buying and selling freely. And it's not a true free market. It's actually, it's a monopoly that's, um, that, that looks, it appears to be free market, but they take the, the, the lowest or not the, the highest bid, pay everybody that price. So it's a weird, it's a weird market. And I don't know the details, but I just know some very basics of it. But so the Bitcoin people are able to profit from huge spikes in volatility. Uh, so they're able to lower their cost basis, make money trading the volatile uh, prices in the market, energy market. They're able to also um, virtual signal saying that they're going green, um, which distracts from the amount of electricity that they actually consume. They also say that they are using energy that's just wasted or can't get to market. And I was willing to give them the benefit of the doubt here, but I also wanted to comment that I later thought that, well, the green energy movement doesn't like pipelines. So how much of the green energy movement is, is contributing to the fact that we're not able to build because they don't want them built. And then once you set up a miner that's profitable, perhaps that does impact the, the future, um, plans of whether that person, that company is going to eventually be wanting to build a pipeline there. So it will affect, um, these miners coming in for these stranded sources does affect, it's not just a closed system. And the problem is, is then when there's shortages of gas, people are going to start looking at these miners and blaming them. They're also going to start blaming them for increased prices, whether it's they're contributing a large part to that or not. Um, but you know, there was a big stink in Texas earlier this year when we had a, a blackout for a week, people got really upset. And so this is just inevitable. It's going to happen again. And when people get upset, they're going to, they're going to look for people to blame. And the easiest people to blame are going to be the people that make money and that came in after the big ice storm and profited.